Hello, Roses. Thank you for listening to another episode of April Rose Speaking Podcast. I am coming to you on the Anchor app platform, but of course, you can hear me on other podcasting platforms such as Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, if you could follow me on Facebook and Instagram, it is under the name April Rose Speaking Podcast. And also, I have a cash app by the name of Butterfly by Design. If you're wondering why I'm mentioning the Cash App, I am asking for donations to help build this platform out. I am trying to transition to do this full time. So um, I've had a fellow podcaster mention that he had a Cash App. So I'd like to add that along the same lines uh, with this podcast as well. So once again, thank you for listening to this podcast. I totally appreciate your support. Make sure that you leave comments. And when you're out in iTunes, um, Apple iTunes World or Apple Podcasts, make sure you write a review about this podcast to just to let the world know that this is something that's worth listening to. And I appreciate you so, so much for doing it. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I ran across while I was going through Facebook and there's a certain coach that I listened to and um, a career coach and she transitioned from the corporate world into being a full-time entrepreneur a coach and she brought up a topic and she talked about it for a really long time and it is something that you can talk about for a while but I do want to touch on it today on this podcast and it's basically black women and understanding their worth If you're going to transition and change your mindset over from being in corporate America and working from someone, working for someone, and you're going to be an entrepreneur and everything will be on you as the sole entrepreneur, there's so many aspects. When you go to work, you pretty much clock in, um, you're on the clock and you're, you're, you're working on a project or you're doing a task or whatever your job description is you're working on that from eight to five or whatever shift you work and then you go home but being an entrepreneur is totally different mind frame there's really no on or off you're pretty much on all the time you have these different aspects as the owner um the marketing manager um you know paying the bills just every single detail of that business is on you until you're able to scale and hire someone to help assist you, you know, your first hire, uh, and then you grow your business from there. But until you do that, everything is on you. So if you're a solo entrepreneur and you have a business, um, I think if you're an African-American female, you really have to, and she touched on this change your mind frame because you're working when you're, when you're working for someone else, they put a value on you what you bring into the business and being an african-american woman if you listen to my previous podcast i've talked about colorism you know i talked about being a black woman in america just different things and there's a lot of things to unpack so when she brought up understanding your value and understanding your worth you have to understand that they're two different things and understanding your worth pretty much is a birthright your worth is a birthright your value is something that you bring into an organization if you have a degree if you know how to help startups 
whatever your skill set is, that is the value that you bring. So some people have different values. If you are um, the janitor compared to if you're the CEO, that's two different values that you're bringing into an organization compared to your worth. The janitor and the CEO has the same worth that is a birthright. So being a black woman and me wanting to transition over into being a full entrepreneur as I listened to this coach you know she really like flipped a light bulb in my head because you know I've had a couple of small business bef- businesses before I had a um a consulting business and a cleaning business and the cleaning business was pretty much a franchise and they helped me with my numbers and I went out and I found businesses and it you know it was pretty much set in stone how to do that but the consulting business was a little bit different because this was my baby so what i remember from that business um i worked with startups and i said okay april you have this hr background you pretty much can help with startups what you can do is help small businesses with recruiting um you can help them with interviewing you can write um Like you can write the employee handbook for people who may be hiring people and they're having these same issues over and over again. And I would say, hey, you probably need a handbook because you're repeating yourself over and over again. And pretty much at the beginning of the hiring process, you can hand them this employee handbook and they can read over what your expectations are as an employer. So I knew my value. Um, And... It was hard, I would have to say, it was hard to maintain that communication across to the client because I wanted to help them um, and I had a certain price that I had set, but it was easy at times for me to drop my price to kind of help them with their budget. I felt, well, I'm starting off and um, I want them as a client and I... I want I want to have them um, part of my portfolio to where when I go to another client, I can kind of tell them this is what I've done. So of course you have to start off from somewhere, but people, especially in America, and I I got this in the past from someone that America alone is built on perception, and I don't know if you've seen the meme on Facebook or social media where there's a cup. A white cup and then right next to it there's a white cup but with the Starbucks label on it and how much people perceive probably the other white cup to be more valuable based on that brand so being a black woman and an african-american woman um, sometime the line is blurred as far as what our worth is and what our value is And and hopefully as I'm saying this, that this light bulb clicks on. So if you are a business owner, you have to hold your value. Your worth is priceless through the roof. But you have to hold your value because if you have a product and you sell it at a lower price than what the customer perceived that product to be, of course they're going to, you know, they may buy it and they actually may not buy it because they may view it as a cheap product. So you have to evaluate that product and make sure that you're hitting that point where 
it's looked at as as valuable. So you don't want to undercut your product and you lose out on money. And I think there's a tendency for African-American women when we have our own business is to underprice ourselves just to get a sale. And I've mistakenly done that in the past and I will not make that mistake in the future with future businesses. Um, So I just wanted to jump on here and speak about that because like I said, with our history, and, you know, I've talked about colorism and the, feel, the feeling of feeling less than a white person. And then within our community, there could be a darker woman um, that feel less than a lighter skinned woman. There's so much to unwrap being a black woman in the United States. And it's really hard. Um, and, and I brought it up that it, it touches everything. It touches dating. It touches um, being in corporate America and now it's touching for me. Um, and what I have to watch is being an entrepreneur. So moving on from that, as far as the value and the worth of being an entrepreneur, um, also I want to talk about our worth as far as dating. So I had a thought today because I always say in my podcast that I'm dating and, you know, I'm here in New Orleans after the divorce and it just something hit me today about the dating process um, that I've been making a mistake on and it's, it's the value that I put on myself. I know what I'm worth. I was born. I have a brain. Um, I'm smart. I know my worth is priceless. But do I value myself? I have these thoughts in my head. I speak on this podcast. And I've actually had people say to me, you know, when they would hear certain things that I would go through, people that I trusted, that... They would say something like, man, when you walk in a room, it's like you're a boss. The way you walk, the way you dress, the way you speak. I never would have thought that you you would be going through the things that you do in your life. And it was a really interesting perspective to hear because I, I never had anyone say that to me before. And it's totally true. There's a lot of things that I just don't take as far as my outside world or or, uh, in my everyday work environment, Um, speaking to others that's not close to me. Um, I'm able to separate um, my personal side from what I give off to the world. So I kind of had a thought to myself today as far as do I really value what I bring to the table as far as relationships. Do I value my relationships? Do I value myself in these relationships? Because I have a tendency to probably overvalue the person that I'm with over myself. I think I have a tendency to do that. 
So I'm having thoughts to take a step back from dating. I've been enjoying it and I've been learning a lot about myself, but I think ultimately what it's led up to is I probably do need to take a step back and really reevaluate how do I value myself when it comes to dating? Because there's times that I've realized um, in the recent relationships that I've had that there could be something that comes up and it triggers me on the inside and it doesn't feel right on the inside. But because I want to move forward, um, I'm ready to move forward in life and in a relationship that I dim my light or I don't speak up in the moment that I should. It might even be written on my face, but my words will come out. Okay, well, let's try this, even though it's not what I want to do. Honestly, it may not be something that I want to do, but I don't want to hurt that other person's feelings. But what about my feelings? What about my thoughts? This is something that I'm doing to myself and I'm devaluing myself. And I think that is something that was learned. You know, my mom and dad, they're still married. And uh, I've seen things that went on in that relationship. And, um, you know, my mom just kept pushing on. She kept getting up. She kept going to work. She kept taking care of the kids. Uh, She kept the house clean. She kept grocery shopping. She kept taking us to our doctor's appointments. Uh, There might have been things that she wasn't happy with in her relationship, but did she speak up about that? Did she stand firm in that? I don't think I ever saw that. I did not have that narrative. And so when I would have this discussion with my mother, she would say, well, don't blame me. You know, don't, don't, don't blame me for the mistakes that you're making. But my rebuttal would be, well, you didn't help me create a narrative on how to move forward when it's something that I don't like how do I handle that and I've been married and I tried to keep that marriage together but he crossed the line of course I've talked about it in the past to where I could not go back but there were little small things that built up to it and there were flags that I saw but I silenced myself and I devalued myself and I kept moving so how can I correct this And so this is where I am right now. I'm kind of sitting in this because I'm seeing the mistakes that I'm making over and over again. And I have to correct this. I have to speak up. This is something that women need to do. And of of course, black women need to do because we're silenced in so many ways. So many ways. I know there's been plenty of times that I've been in a work environment and I've, I've mentioned things or I brought things up and it wasn't as important. Until someone else of a different race mentioned it. I'm not imagining these things. This is not something that I'm going to lie to you about. When you listen to me on these platforms, I am so much of a truth teller to a fault. You know, I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert. I don't hang around a lot of people because there's just a lot of things that I cannot, I cannot dance around. But What I need to do at this point is really be reflective of myself, really learn to value myself more. I need to value myself more. And I might have to hurt people's feelings. 
in the dating process, in my family, at work. I don't want to. But based on history, this is not working for me. I cannot devalue myself. I have to speak up. I have to take up that space. I have to honor what I believe in. That's my morals, my values, my children, myself, my future. I owe that to myself. So that value and worth, understand there is there is a difference and I might be using them interchangeably as I'm explaining but hopefully this light bulb clicks in your head that our worth is a birthright and then value is something that's totally different that the, it, it can it, it is a dollar amount as far as value so I might be using them interchangeably but think about it as working for a company and what your value that you bring into that company that's your value but your worth is a birthright most definitely and this is the time where african-american women are branching out and starting their own businesses the fastest at the fastest rate we're the most educated and we're the ones that's starting the businesses but we have to have this conversation with ourselves um to know that our value that we bring in our business and and the worth that we owe ourselves in relationships. We're worth it. We're worth it. Not to take less than in a relationship, not to take half a man um, because he has someone else, which I've never done that. I'm totally against that. I am number one. I'm the one you're showing off. I'm the one that's showing up at mom's house. I am totally worth that. I don't have a problem when it comes to that. I do have a problem in communicating and valuing myself or being feeling worthy in a relationship between the man and myself. If there's something that he wants, I understand. I believe in being submissive. But there has to be a point where he values me and knows that I'm worthy to listen to. And if it's something that I express that he doesn't feel in his heart that he can, and and this is in a dating process that he can handle, let's say I'm dating somebody that's not in my same religion and um, he celebrates a holiday and I don't. And then we talk and we talk about a compromise. I want him to know that I'm worthy enough and that he values me enough to tell me in that moment that, hey, I don't know if I can move forward in this relationship because I see myself in the future with my future spouse celebrating the holidays. And I should be able to speak up and say, you know what? That's not something that I want to do. I don't want to celebrate the holidays. And maybe we need to take a break from this relationship and reevaluate if we really want to be together. I'm really at this point having a hard time. I'm noticing speaking up for myself. So, yeah. Hopefully this podcast makes sense. You know, I'm in a big transition. I've always been an entrepreneur. I know I can do this as far as this podcasting thing goes. 
But I definitely wanted to bring this up, especially for other entrepreneurs out there, black entrepreneurs, that this value and worth thing, your worth is your birthright and your value is what you bring to your business. And I think worth kind of falls into the category too, as far as um, a relationship as well. So all of this is kind of all tied together in our worth as black women. We've been silenced. We've been in our history raped in slavery. Um, we know that we are not getting what the white males are getting um, as far as the dollar um, in our pay. We are getting like 60 cents, 40 to 60 cents on the dollar of a white, our white counterparts, the white male counterparts. So, I mean, that alone, when we read that statistic, can do something in our brain to where when we want to transition over into entrepreneurship, we translate that over into our business and we have to stop that. We have to stop that. Loans, uh, loans are, you know, may not be given to us readily. Um, Also for startups and that seed money, that's not being given to us readily, but we still have to push forward and fight against that. We have families We have bills just like they do, rent, mortgages, you know, there's, there's just basically, there's a black tax going on. We are paid less, but we're expected to pay the same amount as our white counterparts. When historically, and it's known that we're paid less in our community. It's a problem. It's a problem. And we have to learn to invest in ourselves and we have to be financially smart as well. This just isn't something as far as pay, but once we are paid, are we making those right investments? Are we making those right decisions? Are we getting ourselves together financially? Are we making sure our credit score is fine? This all matters. We, we, we must do better. We have to do better as a community. We have to leave things for our kids, our life insurance. We have to leave money for future generations. If the world lasts this long with the way everything is going as far as World War III. And I know with my religion, I don't know how long this world is going to last. But we still have to make those decisions just in case, you know, in the future and we're no longer here. What are we leaving our children What are we leaving our children? And that all starts with self and knowing that we're worth it, knowing that we're valuable, knowing that we're smart, we're entrepreneurs, we're business people, we're parents, we're teachers. It all starts with ourself. So I'm learning every day. I'm taking, I'm taking baby steps and, um, I'm glad that I have this time to reflect and that I moved here to new Orleans, um, trying to be a better person, a better person. Number one for myself, a better person than for my children. And of course, God, you know, I, I, I want to be a reflection of him with kindness and love and forgiveness I don't hold on to resentment. I try not to hold on to resentment. I let things go. But I am worthy. 
I am valuable. I am April Rose. (laughs) I am April Rose. I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Make sure you go out to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review if you like what you're hearing. I hope that you value yourself, Roses, and know that you are worthy and that it is a birthright. Um, And yeah, I love you guys. And I cannot wait for you to listen to the next podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.